0: Welcome to Marvelicious Toys, hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more, because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. Join us at MarveliciousToys.com to find thousands of pictures of the items reviewed, chats with other listeners... Find links to our Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube pages, support our Pogbean crowdfunding campaign, and much more. They're not just toys, they're Marvelicious.
1: Hello, and welcome to Marvelicious Toys, issue number 187. This is Marjorie. 187!
2: This is Arnie.
3: <laughs> and this is Justin.
2: And no, our show has not been murdered. <laughs> Like the phoenix, we are rising from the ashes. We are sort of back. Sort of? Kind of. We're going to be back, and we're going to be back in a big way. At the moment, we're kind of back. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, we're
3: here, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah. I think that's what this show is. If there's a thesis for this show, it's we're here. And this is important, because this week is New York Toy Fair. And I want everyone to know we're here and we're there. We're going to be there. I mean, I'm going to go back to the NBC slogan. Let's all be there. Isn't that Stanley Spadowski? Maybe? No. They were making fun of the NBC slogan.
1: Oh, okay.
2: But it was like Mr. T going, be there. Remember that? Oh, boy. I, I'm way off the rails <laughs> well, here. I, I
1: think we have... To, Arnie is very good about TV in the 80s. He can answer any question. He was who you want for trivia, guys.
2: But the key is, we are going to be at Toy Fair New York our 12th consecutive year. This <laughs> is big. You know why this is big? I remember our second year, and our second year there, how I was covering Toy Fair for Star Wars Action News, but my eye kept drifting, because there was a life-sized Iron Man and a life-sized Hulk in the Hasbro display room, because that was the year the Marvel Cinematic Universe launched.
3: Oh, wow. Yeah, it's crazy to think back where we are now, and... How this all kind of kicked off. You know, there was, there was a wave of, I think Wolverine kind of kicked it off. There was a Wolverine wave of three and three quarter inch figures. And then bef- behind that, there was some Iron Man. And next thing you know, Marvel Universe is happening. And oh my God, here we are. Absolutely. And, What's really funny
2: is if you go to SWActionNews.com and in the archives, that was like our second video podcast ever. And it was mostly a how Toy Fair works. And what's really strange is other than now being open on Saturday, (laughs) it's not all that different.
1: No, it's exactly the same. Although the Saturday, which is this, is the second or third year for it? Third third it really has thrown people through a loop because traditionally the hasbro event was the day before to not compete with people being there and everything and now it's race to the convention center at 7 a.m because arnie does the lego coverage kind of mill around get a few appointments in and then race to the hasbro which is actually off site it's four blocks away and it's the avenues and not streets so it's the long blocks and it's cold and it's winter and I, I'm not kidding, I'm actually not being a baby. it is uphill
3: <laughs> both, both ways, ways. yes, <laughs>
1: they're actually and it's really cold and icy sometimes, so it's a pain in the butt.
3: We've
2: been there in blizzards, we've been there in ice storms, we've been there when it's so cold, they bring the homeless in off the streets. But she basically gave the schedule. This Saturday morning, we'll be at Lego. Then we'll have a couple other bits of coverage before the big coverage of Toy Fair Every Year Hasbro coming Saturday afternoon. We can't do any kind of live broadcast from their presentation. So we'll be live posting that on Facebook and Twitter. And then we'll be doing video right from the floor of the Hasbro room so we can get you coverage of all the new toys and... And usually, if this pattern holds, you can submit questions to us that we'll ask the Hasbro brand team while we're there. Then the next day, Kodubukia, Gentle Giant, Jacks Pacific, Diamond Select... Going to be visiting all of them and bringing live coverage to you. So definitely like our Facebook page. Watch our Twitter page for announcements of the live shows. It's going to be on Facebook first, YouTube second, and then a podcast third.
3: Uh, You know what? I am simultaneously excited and scared to see what Hasbro has on on tap for us because over the last couple of weeks so many new waves have been like put up for pre-order and have shown up on e sites. I've seen people finding these new waves at, at Toys R Us already, some at Walmart. I mean there's there's a new Deadpool wave, there's a new Spider-Man wave, there's Oh, man. What else is I have I seen? The Mr. Fantastic is showing up. The Walgreens exclusive. The Thanos wave is starting to get out there on eBay and things. Oh, yep. That's another one. So I'm sure they'll show all these things, but these are waves that already are kind of out there. So, man, oh, man. Are there three more waves that are going to show us? (laughs) I already feel behind, and and we haven't even hit Toy Fair yet.
2: I feel like this might be one of those years where a lot of what we see in person is stuff we've seen in stores, because I do think with the Deadpool wave hitting, that we're going to see slides, and they're going to tell us what's coming, but as far as what they have on the show, it might be maybe one or two waves, like a second Avengers wave or something that we haven't seen yet.
3: Who knows? That's... All of this stuff is basically spring. You know, the way the way Hasbro looks at it, we've got three or four new waves of legends coming at us for spring. Mm -hmm. Add add to that, the Rider series is coming back. That Black Widow and Ghost Rider on their motorcycles. And those are being found. Yep, those are hitting. So, ah, yep, I can't wait to see what summer and fall has in in store for us.
2: Oh, I'm sure you're really excited. I guarantee you there's an Ant-Man wave.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll get a really big Ant-Man this time. Giant Man? Yes.
2: And then, as I understand it, we're getting two waves of X-Men figures this year. One is Deadpool, Maybe one to tie into the Phoenix movie later this year.
3: Yeah, possibly. I've seen some a leaked image that hasn't been announced yet, and hopefully Hasbro will show this because it looks it looks like a Hasbro production thing. You know how they're doing kind of the the colored smoke rising up from the floor with their. They're hero shots now. Mm-hmm. I've seen a picture of a new beast, and it looks awesome. A comic-based beast in his Ooh. glorious blue fur with his X-Men belt. It looks great. and I hope it's real. Don't know yet. There's no official announcement on it yet.
2: So we'll be bringing all that news to you live. So hopefully you follow us, and we will be your source for all things Marvel collecting from Toy Fair. Also that weekend? Pretty big weekend. I actually hate that they sync up. It happened with Deadpool. It's now happening with this. Black Panther is coming out Toy Fair weekend. Marjorie and I have to see it. So shucks. We have to go to a big Times Square theater and see it. (laughs) $25 tickets. Uh, That's for the fan event. It was much more than that. Ooh.
1: Yeah, but usually the fan events, the two we've done so far, have been mildly disappointing. As Thor, we got a coin, a lanyard with actually a cool badge on it, and then we got free popcorn. But it was like the tub of popcorn. <laughs> so it's kind of like a blessing and a curse. And we each got one yeah. because we bought two tickets. We're like, can you just keep one of those? <laughs> (laughs) Yeah, they seemed kind of, like, shocked we didn't want I'm like, really, one popcorn's plenty, and we left half of it there anyway. And then we did the Star Wars fan event, which we got a Topps card set, but it was the giant cards. And a
2: lanyard, but we didn't get anything to hang on it, because our theater didn't get any. And we were told to put our ticket stub on the lanyard, because that looks cool. Yeah. Other places had... Like a badge, but we just had the lanyard with nothing to put on it.
1: Well, and both times just... So if this pattern holds, because the fan event is kind of a new thing. They've always done like a special event, but calling it a fan event is new in the last four months, five months. Is the extra stuff you see at the beginning is actually stuff about the soundtrack or the score. So for, like, Thor, we saw that it was the guy from Devo. And he talked about making the score and the work that went into it. For Star Wars, we saw John Williams conduct. Not live, it was footage. So, I mean... I'm guessing that's what's going to happen with Black Panther as well.
3: That sounds like fun. And, you know, it it sounds more like an experience than just, you know, showing up to your local theater on opening night, which is, you know, that's cool. And having that experience in Times Square, come on, that's that's extra special.
2: And because it's the fan event, it starts an hour earlier. So we get to see it at six o'clock. But it was 30 a ticket, but we get to see it at six o'clock in Times Square versus 7 o'clock here. Nice. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to Black Panther. The trailers look pretty good, and I'm hearing great things about it. 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Of course, I wouldn't be Arnie if I didn't plug Now Playing Podcast. We'll have a full in-depth review of that, with me recording from Times Square, but it'll be nicely edited and released the Tuesday after at <laughs> nowplayingpodcast.com.
3: Heck yeah, I'll be listening. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about the movie and I'll tell you what, the you know they've they've just recently started really plugging it, you know, I mean, we've been aware of it for a while, but it seems like everywhere you look now, they're talking about the movies coming out, so that's good. But I feel like the toys have been on the shelf for a good month and a half already now. Just, like, right after Christmas, it was like, all right, it's Black Panther time.
1: Now, see, they just showed up here, like, en masse. I would get... Maybe one of the Walmart exclusives every once in a while over the last six weeks. And then the last two weeks, Target, Walmart, and Meijer, which is a local chain or to the Midwest, have hit hard and heavy with the Black Panther items. I mean, they've got some really cool gloves for kids. They've got kind of a cheaper version of the mask, not the expensive role-playing mask that's coming out later. I think the costume is out. And, you know, I have bashed them in the past in a friendly way, but I do like those interactive Titans. And it looks like they've got some of those. I thought the Hulk and Thor one was super fun. And in fact, I kind of claim those as my own. But... (laughs) I will say one thing. The Black Panther card art is so kick-ass. It is just so cool.
3: Oh, You know what? That's that's one thing I did want to talk about, because in the past we've talked about kind of following these lines and watching how they change colors. And for a while there it seemed like they were stuck in hues of red and different blues, but I love that they went duotone here. It's mostly blue on the Marvel Legends, and with a hint of yellow in there for some of the highlights. I, mm-hmm. It really It really pops on the
0: shelf.
1: It does, and it's just, I don't know, the whole thing is just shaping up to be this really great Marvel movie. And, you know, I kind of was wondering how it would do with the February release. I understand why they did it and the meaning of it, and I think that's fabulous. But this movie is just poised to be, I think, a huge blockbuster. Yeah, let's point out,
2: though, they wouldn't have released it in February, Black History Month or no, if February hadn't proven you can make bank. Deadpool Deadpool and Kingsman. Kingsman just took tons of money back in February. It was one of the first February releases where they're like, wait, we don't have to just release Fifty Shades movies and junk like the first Ghost Rider or the second Ghost Rider or Elektra? (laughs) You mean we can actually profit by putting good movies out in February? So I think the proven track record of that, plus Disney not wanting to step on its toes... Let me tell you, I really wish I was sitting on a stockpile of Disney stock instead of a stockpile of Disney statues this year with (laughs) all the movies they're releasing.
1: However, I I would like to say that everyone right now is like, Ant-Man who?
2: Yeah, well, they'll remind us. That trailer looked kind of fun.
1: It was okay.
2: But Black Panther is hitting the zeitgeist at the right time. I saw a meme and understand I like... The DC characters. I have some statues around and things.
1: <laughs> you flirt with DC.
2: I do. But there was a meme I saw... <laughs> that's had Black Panther, and it said that awkward moment when a less popular Marvel hero creates more hype than all the best heroes of DC combined. (laughs) I think that's true. I think Black Panther isn't just a movie, it's a movement. It's hitting at the right time and the right message for our culture right now. And I think that's exemplified with the soundtrack. As a Marvel fan, I feel like perhaps Marvel had grown complacent. They had hit movies, and they didn't really push the envelope. Sure, they went a little funnier with this one or a little more serious with that one, but they all felt pretty similar. But this is the first time I see Marvel Studios making an actual effort to find a new audience. I've listened to the Black Panther album on Amazon Prime, and it's not music I usually associate
1: just want to say that if DC had done this with Wonder Woman it would have been a totally different story because I felt Wonder Woman was lacking and I'm a girl I can say that <laughs> although there's a bunch of men who are gonna tell me that I'm wrong for my thinking which exactly is opposite of what you should be doing guys <laughs> but I, I I felt nothing watching Wonder Woman. It wasn't a great movie. It was okay. I don't think it was exemplary in any way other than Chris Pine carried the acting. And I'm happy that Marvel is doing this amazing thing. And it's shaping up to be this monumental and historic movie and I'm, it's really cool, but I, I wish that th- this is what I wish Wonder Woman had been for, you know. And I'm not begrudging Black Panther whatsoever. I'm just saying this is how it's done, DC. And I
2: just think that they're really doing a smart thing by finding new audiences and bringing in new crowds. And I think we're going to see the same thing with Captain Marvel. I think with Captain Marvel, they're going to do what you want them to have done with Wonder Woman, plus cast a good actress.
1: One that can act?
3: <laughs> All I can say about Captain Marvel is I really hope that the the shots we've seen, that suit is somewhat temporary or <laughs> going to be CGI'd further.
1: Okay, see, I didn't care for the suit either. I thought it looked kind of just blonde and generic. It looks
3: kind of frumpy. But yes!
1: <laughs> yeah, it was just really kind of... It was lumpy and frumpy. And it yeah. didn't do anything. I mean, she's an okay-looking girl. Sure. But, or, I just... Yeah, I really hope Captain Marvel is what... This is.
3: I have faith in Marvel. I remember seeing, you know, production shots of, you know, Bucky's arm. And we're like, what is going on? It's like, oh, then the movie comes around like you don't even think about it. So they'll make sure it all looks good as they usually do.
1: Now, speaking of Bucky, do you think there'll be a Bucky appearance on Wakanda? Ooh. Because when we last left him.
3: Yeah, exactly. It, I mean, it's very possible. I, I, I guarantee you we're going to see at least one or two people from the other movies that we haven't seen pop-up in any ads yet. Mm-hmm. And Bucky would be a good candidate. I kind of hope it's not Iron Man. I feel like he's been in everything lately.
1: He's like cameoed out in these movies, especially since he just had Spider-Man.
2: Yeah. The one thing I'll say that I love, and it really hit me at Hascon last year.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I'm still laughing that you went to Hascon.
2: I'll be going again this year.
1: I know. I know.
2: But the fact that there's a toy line out there, and I know it's one Justin you're probably not paying much attention to because it's more aimed at kiddies, but that toy line, the, the Legends line feels like they mixed it up. They got a couple Black Panther characters, but they threw in a Black Bolt and some other characters there. But the kid line, the fact that there's an entire line of figures aimed at children with an all black crew is really awesome. And to see that at Hascon is when it really hit home that they were doing it. They were going there and i don't know if you guys have seen the ad i love the ad they did for the black panther role play toys where i cannot recall ever seeing an african-american lead in a toy ad it's always the white kid is the focus and maybe he has a black friend
1: well you can say boy because it's always a white boy it's never a white girl
2: maybe captain marvel will have white girl playing with nerf yeah who knows we can't
1: have the action figures (laughs) They don't advertise action that's
2: figures
3: because kids don't
1: play with
2: action yeah.
3: figures. Yeah, they advertise the role playing.
1: Yeah. Did you see the Lexus commercial? Yes,
3: that's badass. I want that to be in the movie.
1: <laughs> I, I, I would like to say that I, I want to. Chadwick Bozeman is an amazing actor, and I think that he is just tremendous and he's going to be wonderful in this movie. And there's so many great people in this movie that I, I'm really excited about it. And I saw the first trailer and I was kind of like, oh, it looks okay. And then the second trailer that came out, I'm like, "Holy crap, this looks good."
3: Yeah, I I'm definitely geeked up for this movie and I'm I'm ready for it and it's right around the corner. And you know, the the toys have been great. And Marjorie, you touched on it a little bit. You know, there's there's been two Walmart exclusive Marvel Legends figures. One I feel like has been out forever, the 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 comic version of Black Panther in that black and yellow packaging.
1: We just got it.
3: Yeah, well, it was up on their website months and months ago. I think I got that back in, like, October from the website. And then they just started showing up in stores. And since we've been gone, there was kind of an unannounced second exclusive of the the Pink Panther people are calling it. (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys seen that one on the shelves yet? Yes. Yes.
1: Actually, there was an entire case of those at our Walmart that's nearest our house, and they were gone within two days.
3: Yeah, that that was a cool little sneaky exclusive that I wasn't really aware of until I sh- it showed up at stores. Speaking of the new
2: Panther outfit, I didn't realize when they did the Tron outfit figure for the Black Panther, that's what I called it, that that was actually going to be in the movie, that they'd have that purple outline. But did you guys see what Hot Toys put out? Oh, boy.
1: Uh, do I need to know, or is it already on its way? What's going on? It was put up for
2: pre-order earlier this week. I, of course, ordered it, and it was just the price of a normal figure. It was around 250 300 but watch this video that shows exactly what it does, because it has the most incredible base that has a couple black lights on it.
3: Oh, yeah, that's that's pretty cool looking. Luminous reflective patterns in the suit.
1: Nice. That's the first hot toy that we've had like that, isn't it?
3: Yes,
2: it
1: is. I wonder if this is like a new technology that they're able to do in the fabric or something?
2: I think it's possibly a paint pattern or something. I think those are black lights because of the purple color. Yeah. But the base, instead of just the standard figure base, it really looks like some kind of Wakandan architecture. And it has two pillars in the front so that there's light coming from two angles at your figure. And when you turn it off, it just looks like like Black Panther, but I was like, that's way too similar to the Civil War Black Panther I have already. But by adding this, yeah, bioluminescence blacklight feature, it's all kinds of awesome. It is amazing.
3: <laughs> and I'll agree with you the the costume itself isn't a major change from what we've seen before, but I don't know what Hot Toys did here, but they have nailed the body part of this bodysuit this time around. Like last time, I felt like you could tell it was material stretched over a hot toy's body. Somehow this time, you can actually see his abs and pecs through this textured outfit. It's impressive.
1: Yeah, I feel that they just. Each one gets better than the last, I think.
2: Yeah, they refine and refine their figures to the point where even if it looks the same, it's kind of like why I just reordered a gantry with the Iron Man Mark IV because the Iron Man Mark IV is now die cast and the gantry has a different paint app and is probably going to be a little bit more solid and less prone to breaking, unlike the three I have already.
3: (laughs) Uh, I love that that's where we are now. I remember that being such a such a major decision to go for the gantry when it first came out. <laughs> and now it's like, oh, I've got a few and I got another one coming. Well, understand
2: I paid for one and they kept being broken and so they kept sending me more and never sent me shipping labels to return them. <laughs> so it was like, okay, I'll keep them so I have three gantries around. Nice. I don't have the magnets for them, but three physical gantries <laughs> soon to be four. But now I can display it both ways. I can have the Iron Man 1 with the Mark III, because that's what the magnets they were flippable, so you can have either the Gantry from Iron Man 1, the you've caught me doing worse things than this, and the Iron Man 2, oh, it's good to be back,
3: Gantry. Oh, yeah. You're going to have Tony's full garage here pretty soon.
2: They need a happy
3: figure. <laughs> I would buy a John Favreau figure. I'll, I'll admit that. Loafers and all.
2: I want. Have you seen that photo they came out with for Marvel Studios' 10th anniversary that has, like, almost everyone? Hiddleston couldn't make it, and Clark Gregg couldn't make it, but it even has the little kid from Iron Man 3 grown up now, and everybody from the Marvel movies all on risers.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it's starting to look like that classic Marvel poster where they show as many of the Marvel characters as possible.
2: Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to be happy until all of them, directors and Kevin Feige included have hot toys <laughs> Stan Lee has one now let's get Kevin Feige a hot toy yeah he deserves one why doesn't he take a role in the Fantastic Four movie after they buy Fox and he can play their classic villain the Puppet Master there you go because he oh. is moving all the pieces <laughs> So, yeah, that's really exciting. And of course, I can't even begin, though. Black Panther, I'm much more excited for it than I expected to be because I've never liked him as a comic book character. To be honest, he was just too serious for me. I like the more fun ones. I like the ones that would go murder people like Wolverine or tell jokes like Spider Man or wear purple pants like Hulk. Black Panther, I mean, he ruled a nation. And he had to lead a people. He was always way too contemplative. And he didn't have enough action for me.
1: The problem was, you're right, he was very serious and it was very bureaucratic. Mm -hmm. And I think what's happened is, is putting the right actor in the role, they've made the character better.
2: Yeah, because I read Black Panther mostly in crossovers. But when he got married to Storm, there were a lot of crossover issues with the X-Men. And I read those issues and I'm like, just... Not liking it. But Chadwick Boseman was the breakout of Civil War. I got thinking about it. Civil War is really a character arc for Black Panther. The way he goes from enraged and wanting to avenge his father's death to getting to the point of almost forgiveness and not killing the mastermind behind the murder. And Cap and Iron Man, they don't have that big of an arc. Their characters go through major changes, but emotionally, they're the same at the end. Iron Man still is following the sokovia accords and leading the avengers and cap is still rogue and doing what he believes in they don't change black panther changed he was the star in my mind now of the story of civil war i can't wait to see him him as black panther excites me plus it's got michael b jordan in it i love michael b jordan
3: Yeah, I mean, what we've seen so far is, you know, he is the new king because of his father's death, correct? Yes. Black Panther is, not Michael B. Jordan. Right, right, sorry. Yeah, so Chadwick Bozeman, Black Panther, is now going to be the king of Wakanda, and I think picking up the story here, you know, I don't know where the story's going, but from the toys and from a few of the the previews I've seen, it looks like there's going to be some sort of power struggle. You know, maybe there's going to be brothers fighting or cousins, some sort of struggle for that throne, at least in the early parts of the movie, before they face off against a bigger bad.
2: Listen, he's playing a character whose name is Killmonger. He ain't a good guy.
3: (laughs) But Marvel, you universe has been known to mess around with our expectations of of villains
2: yeah but killmonger.
3: <laughs> killmonger
2: i just think he's going to be a bad guy and there have been some clips put out and things but yeah they mess with our expectations but michael b jordan was the best part of that awful fantastic four film and he rocked in creed so Him and Chadwick Boseman together, I'm really, really looking forward to this film to the point that I'm almost like, wait, Avengers Infinity what? But not quite. I mean, Infinity War is more important to me this year than like my birthday and Christmas and New Year's combined. (laughs) (laughs) Nice.
1: (laughs) Do I have to get you a present on that day?
2: You just have to look the other way when the hot toys come.
1: Are we going to have cake? We might have
3: cake. (laughs) In the shape of an infinity gauntlet.
2: <laughs> that it's gonna be a big year, and I just want to say, Marvelicious Toys will be covering it. We just are getting some feet under us, but we will be covering it.
3: Indeed.
1: I have feet under me. Do you not have feet under you? <laughs>
2: It's an expression. Meanwhile, in our absence, collecting has been going gangbusters. I know I got so lucky, I don't even think I've had a chance to talk about it on the show. Remember that Thanos we saw at San Diego, Justin, the maquette from Sideshow?
3: Oh, yeah, Thanos on his throne.
2: Uh, And I had to waitlist it because it sold out in like two hours.
3: Yeah, that, that one was a blink and you missed it.
2: Well, my wait list got activated. It's in the house. And that's a big box. Ooh, I've been opening a lot of statues. But speaking of big boxes, I've been using Big Bad Toy Store for a lot of my orders. They're not a sponsor. I'm not promoting them. I'm just saying where I shop lately. And I've been using their pile of loot feature for most of last year. And at the end of the year, I was like, you know, I kind of want some of this stuff now. So I hit ship and they shipped everything a year's worth of orders for four dollars. (laughs) Wow. It was I think a four dollar flat rate shipping special because I then bought a single Mezco 112 figure and shipping for that was also four dollars. I got two giant boxes. <laughs> from Big Bad <Hat> Toy Store, <laughs> full of pops, and mostly it was figure arts figures. I had sitting in there waiting for me: Rocket, Groot, Star Lord, Homecoming, Spider Man.
1: But you got me the Egg Attack Cap versus Iron Man that I wanted. Yeah, I had an Egg Attack statue. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's like coming home from Comic Con.
1: It really was. It was
2: just like I told Marjorie she had to stay home that day and for the packages because I wasn't sure it would fit in either of our cars if we missed delivery <laughs>
3: Did they have to bring it off on a forklift and take it directly to the garage? No, but we did have them take it
2: directly to the garage
3: anyway. Actually,
1: the FedEx guy was baller and carried both boxes by himself. I mean, it turned out
2: out that they weren't all that heavy. I mean, they were well-packed and it was a lot of figure arts figures and pops in the big box. They (laughs) don't weigh a lot, but it was interesting to get a year's worth of collecting all in one blow.
3: Yeah, that's crazy. I I don't have that kind of patience. If I order something I want it as soon as it's available.
2: Well, part of the reason why we haven't had a show is my time has been such that I haven't had a time to open my toys. And I'm like, well, instead of just storing them here, why can't he store them there? And then I'll (laughs) get them when I'm ready.
3: (laughs) It's free storage for sure.
2: (laughs) So that's why I did it. (laughs)
3: uh there, there's some sort of neurosis in that though it's like you own them but the person you bought them from still has them and we'll keep them indefinitely it's fine <laughs> uh but then what is it is it any better to pay to have them get to you and then take them somewhere else to, to store i don't know We're we're in a weird hobby aren't we
2: yes yes we are <laughs> But I got it here and that Egg Attack statue, which is singularly the biggest item in dollars and in size, is not going into storage. It's going on display right next to my Hulkbuster vs. Hulk Egg Attack diorama. Nice. But I think that's our show. We're just kind of playing a little bit of catch-up. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for sticking with us. And I really hope that you guys follow us for the Toy Fair coverage. Interact with us. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know your questions so we can pass those on.
1: And make sure to check in Thursday evening where I'll give my thoughts on Black Panther. And Justin, are you seeing an opening night?
3: I believe so. If not, we've got I've got a date with the wife for Friday night. So Okay. Opening so, weekend for sure.
1: Yeah. So we'll post our thoughts online and on our personal Twitter as well as the show Twitter and kind of give you guys a heads up or if you saw it, let us know what you thought.
2: Maybe I'll take our steady cam to the theater and if there's a nice Black Panther like cardboard display, you could film your thoughts r- walking right out of the theater there.
3: Heck yeah. And to make sure you catch a lot of that, Facebook is changing up, so if you if you already like us on Facebook, take the time to go make sure you actually hit the follow Marvelicious Toys on Facebook. Because they're changing the way that they show stuff on feeds, so you might not see our stuff if you don't follow us.
2: And not only choose follow us, it's even harder than that, Justin. Facebook is frustrating, and uh, it, what you have to do is actually go to our page, hover over the following button, and it says in your newsfeed, select see first. Because if you choose default, they're only going to show you literally 25 of your friends, the friends who you like and comment most. They're not going to show you pages or anything unless you click see first. And then if you want to know when we go live, You can also, in there, select notifications on so that you'll be notified when we go live from Toy Fair this weekend.
3: Nice. I knew you'd have the technical details on that. It's what I do. It is what you do.
1: (laughs) Facebook has become a pain in the ass. It really has.
2: And then after Toy Fair, we're going to have something a little bit different going on. Should we call it Marvelicious now? (laughs) Maybe. Although, Marvel themselves have gone away with the Marvel Now thing and is now Marvel Legacy. But I don't, I don't think Marvelicious Legacy works quite as well, but... There's going to be, first of all, more regular content coming from our Marvelicious team, and second of all, we're going to be mixing it up a little bit. We're, You know, just like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, after so many years, few things have to change. Don't worry, none of us are going away. Mm-mm. Nope, but...
1: Well, you're stuck with me, Arnie.
2: I mean, off <laughs> the show... <laughs> We're not firing Justin?
1: No, but you're not firing me either, so. I guess you could fire me off the show, but it'd be a very
3: awkward home life for you. It would be. Uh, that That would be weird. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's just we've recognized that the way news is delivered and how fast things are coming at us nowadays that a weekly show with pictures isn't really feasible. And a lot of times it's kind of behind the, the, the mark. So well, what we're aiming to do is bring you breaking news a little bit faster through more channels than what we've previously done.
2: Yeah. So we'll have some details on that after toy fair. So just bear with us, stick with us and we appreciate you listening to the show.
3: Indeed. So all that and more, truly more on the next Marvelicious Toys.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and trade toys in the Marvelicious forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is a fan-run show that relies on listener support to keep the show going. You can pledge to our Podbean fundraising campaign by going to MarveliciousToys.com support. Backers get rewards including exclusive video content, early show releases, and more. You can also help out our show by telling your friends to listen by posting on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or in person. We would also greatly appreciate a five-star written review on iTunes. A link to our iTunes feed is at MarveliciousToys.com. We want your feedback on Marvelicious Toys. You can email us at show at or post your thoughts in our forums. You can also find Marvelicious Toys on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Find all those links at MarveliciousToys.com. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds as well as product reviews by emailing an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. All content received is subject for use on the show. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars collecting is covered at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at SWActionNews.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Artie Carvalho. Video editing by Barrett, Andrew, and Daryl. Website design by Jason. Graphic design by Justin. Photo editing by Jeff, Scott, and Curtis. Announcements by Brock. Segments created by Jerry and Jeff. If you want to hear reviews of every movie ever based on Marvel Comics, check out those reviews and hundreds more on the Now Playing Podcast at nowplayingpodcast.com. Marvel Comics and all of the Marvel multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Vinganza Media production, copyright 2018, all rights reserved, and no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Vinganza Media, Incorporated.
2: Uh, what issue is this? 187. Okay. Murder. Murder? 187? That's the police code <laughs> for murder.
1: I didn't know that.
3: Snoop Dogg taught him
2: that. I um, did learn it from gangster rap. <laughs> Some iced tea.
1: 187!
2: Word I can't say.
1: Actually, it's the California Penal Code that defines a crime of murder. It's not the police code.
2: Okay, well. You d- there was a Sam Jackson movie called 187, where he was a teacher who killed his students because they were gang members. Don't know about that. In the 187... Be- <sighs> I listened to a lot of body counts in college.
1: Yes, but I'm the person who watched that entire movie and was wrong about what band it was. I, I thought it was Public Enemy and it was NWA, so I don't know my boy bands.
2: <laughs> and body count is the Ice T band,
3: the rock and rap band.
1: This is all very confusing.
2: Uh-huh. Although I never knew Hey Joe was a Hendrix song. I thought it was just body count. Okay, now we have to we have to fight.
1: Arnie's not good about the originals of songs.
2: <laughs> I, I remember when I found out Walk This Way was a remake.
3: <laughs> a better remake.
2: <laughs> I was I was at work in high school, and they played the original one. I'm like, there's a rapless version of Walk This Way? They're like, this is the original. There's an original? And both people looked at each other and were like, we feel so old. <laughs> All right, so start us off before murder happens.
0: All right.